Welcome to Foxhole Symphony, a podcast about the transformational value of men in authentic community. In our Foxhole, men are equipped to build relationships that foster belonging, accountability, and growth. Stop believing the lie that you can thrive in isolation and instead join us on the journey from broken to whole. Hello, everyone. They call me the maestro, and we are back in the foxhole where we actively pursue belonging, accountability, and growth through authentic relationships. No masks, no agendas, just iron sharpening iron. Today, Steve and Mark are talking about how a brother in Christ was able to turn F-bombs into J-bombs. I don't know exactly what that means either. I'm just reading from the card, folks. But something tells me we're about to find out right about now. Hey, welcome back to Foxhole Symphony Podcast. I'm Sarge here with my good friend, Mark. Hey, brother. Florida Gators. Gators, baby. Look at you. Yes. Gator, Fred, what do you call it? Gator Nation? Gator Nation. Go Gators. We're just we're just learning this, right? We're just learning this. Oh, Fre- cool. Fresh off a trip from Florida and uh, with, with, with my son, Nick, and getting him set up. And we'll be back soon to get him dropped off, which is so, yeah, our, our family's going through massive transitions here. That's awesome. I saw it's him fun. yesterday, as you know, <laughs> yes. uh, on the pickleball court, of, oh, yeah. of course, where you always see your, your, your best friend's son. Yep. Well, what today, you know, we're, we're, we're doing something a little bit different, mm-hmm. right? And we, we had a, uh, a lengthy conversation with a brother we met a few months back in a Marked Men for Christ weekend, yes. uh, Gabriel Pope. And Gabriel really just left a, a huge impression on us and and the other guys. We were we were um, staffing a weekend in Pennsylvania, and Gabriel was staffing as well. Uh, he drove up from from Virginia, which is yeah. his home now, originally Nine from a, a small town in Tennessee. Right, and we were just blown away uh, by by this man. And so we we had a, a again had a conversation with him. And we're going to kind of spend just a, a little bit of time recapping that conversation because um, there's I this, think it's going to be great. Yeah, and there, there's some nuggets there. And so you know, just a little bit about Gabriel Gabriel Pope. Again, uh, originally from Tennessee, now lives in Virginia. He is a Marine, um, served two tours, one in Iraq and one in Afghanistan. Right, and. Boy, oh boy, the life transformation that this man has experienced uh, in the last, you know, handful of years. Since the fall of 21 in particular. Is that right? So just just a couple of years. Not even two years. Not even two years. Uh, Unbelievable. And, you know, Gabriel is a man who, if you, first of all, he's enormous. A mountain. He is a mountain of a man. I mean, you're tall. How how tall are you? 6'1". Okay. I thought I would have said six, three, cause I'm like, you know, four, four foot, nothing, but he's, he is huge. I mean, he's, he's just a, a massive man. And, and, um, when he walks in the room, like everybody notices, but it's not just his size. It's the size of his smile. Correct. And part of Gabriel's mission is in, involves boundless joy. He talks about First words out of his mouth. Yeah. And, and so he, he he talks about just, you know, leaving joy bombs, right? Everywhere he goes, just bringing boundless joy into every interaction, every engagement. And so, and by the way, that's what he'll tell you that he changed his life from F bombs to J bombs. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yes. Because, you know, he, he, um, joy bomb. Yeah. He, he unashamedly will tell you how hateful of a man he, he was, uh, for so much of his life. 
and um, and in in many respects, I mean, he he's got um, he's got ink all, all over. But what's unique? All over. All over. Yeah. And and what's unique about some of his the ink is that, and there's there are still some very hateful brands and and tattoos uh, that he's left on, but some of them he's lasered off because they're that hateful. Yeah. And, you know, he told us a little bit, a little bit about that and he's experienced some, some dark, you know, some dark things, whether that be at war, um, or just otherwise in, in his own personal life. Yeah. He has a, he has an overflowing well of anger. Yeah. From his youth. Yeah. Uh, My recollection is that he was in the Marines within two months of graduating high school. Right. One of those, you need, you, you need that. Discipline in the Marines. Yep, I, and and I I don't know his backstory from grammar to high school, but let's just say, based on everything else he's told us, yeah, these are his words, right? Yep, that it was messy. Yeah, right. So he's in a, he's a Marine and he's a um, machine gun platoon leader. Yeah, a killer. Yep. What did he say? Eat crap, kill. Yes, basically. That's Where what- the. Yep. That's it. That, that was his mantra. That was his mantra. That was his life. Six years. Yeah. Six years in the Marines. So that's from what high school? 18. Yeah. 18 to 24. Yeah. And he's 36 years old now. That's right. Yeah. So, you know, he, he's, he told us a little bit about his, his, his time in the Marines. And, you know, I think part of, part of the, you know, um, who he was, yeah, he, he just, transferred right to his, his time in the Marines. Right. Right. And that, that, um, that anger, I think served him well. Right. Right. And great place to direct your anger. Yes. And, um, and he he talked to us a little bit about the, the loyalty, you know, being a Marine and, you know, what comes with that. And, and, you know, he said, uh, you know, a loyal Marine just follows orders. Period. That's it. It was very clear. (laughs) Follow orders. Even, even if they don't take you down a path that he, he knows in retrospect, like, by the way, I want to make it clear. He didn't say he regretted anything about his tours and his time in the Marines. Mm-mm. He regrets some of the things that happened and some of the things he allowed to happen, yeah. but he's a loyal and proud Marine. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we honor his service to our country for sure. 100%. But we, it's a foundational cornerstone of the story we're going to tell everybody yeah. about what this man has done to change his life and what God has done with him to change his life because he has had some trials and tragedies and trauma in his life is significant yeah. stuff yeah. has happened to Gabriel. Yeah. By the way, and I, I'm, I'm forcing myself not to say Gabe. Yeah. Remember he told us? Yes. I'm, I'm reclaiming my name. Yes. Gabriel, like the angel. Yes. He told a great story. So, so beautiful. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So absolutely. Trials, trauma, um, a lot of, a lot of tragedy. And um, yeah, I think he, he, you know, coming out of the Marines, I think he, you know, he struggled. He struggled big time. Um, yeah. And he, he said his transition was wicked. Very hard, right? Because the anger was winning. Yes. That, that, you know, the emptying the cup. Yeah. You know, I just, let me back up half a second. I remember wanting to even talk to him more about this, but we talked for a moment about foxholes Mm -hmm. and how, relatively speaking, here we are in foxhole symphony. He's a Marine. He's literally been in foxholes. Yeah. 
And we asked each other, where is God in this? Mm-hmm. As, as a loyal Marine, you know, manning your foxhole and preparing for battle. Yeah. And, and boy, oh boy, did we have a good time talking about the battle we're all in today as, as men. Yeah. In authentic community, who's in your foxhole? Who's got your back? Et cetera. I mean, it, it was never more appropriate and applicable than to sit talking to a Marine. It's true. And because they get it, they, they get it probably more than anybody. Right. And, and we've had others in, in the podcast, you know, on the podcast as guests that speak to this as well. And they get it far more than you and I do. Absolutely. Right. And it's, he lives it. He lives it. And, you know, modern day and we, we challenged him like who's in your foxhole now. And, and, you know, he, he says, he's like, well, this is why I'm traveling the country to go on Mark men for Christ weekends because my, my, that's my foxhole and they're all over the place. They're not right here in my little one horse town. Great answer. Yeah. And, and you know what? For a moment I was like, man, come on. You know, what do you mean? Like, they're there. You just got to find them. And, but you know, like maybe, maybe they're not, and they are, he's got a couple You're of guys. Right. It's, it's not, it's an it, and equation. It, it it's is. Not or. It is. But you know, just, just last week he texts me, text me weekly. How's your heart brother? How can I pray for you? Like we, I, I don't know when I'll see Gabriel again, if I'll see Gabriel again, I hope so at yeah. a future Markman weekend or, or what have you. But like, we are in the same foxhole and I know he's got my back and he's got my back in prayer. And he is that loyalty that, you know, is, is so evident in the life of a Marine comes through in, you know, his, his life as a, a follower of Jesus. It's burnt in. It is. It, it has become part of him. Yeah. We were just talking about that this morning before we started recording about the discipline of our health, you know, health regimen, working out. <laughs> yeah. Right? Getting yes. your butt out over to the gym, through the doors, and start doing your, your job. And that discipline needs to become part of your life. Yeah. Right? In order to live a, a healthy life with that part, the physical part of your yeah. life, on top and, of all the others. And he is a, he's a prayer warrior. I mean, he really has become a prayer, a prayer warrior. And I think... You know, when I think about the foxhole and him, him in it and, um, you know, prayer is such a big, a big part of that. And, and that's what we experienced on that weekend with him. And, you know, there were times where I was serving side by side and I was just ready to jump in and get, get to work. And, and he actually grabbed me a few times and he's like, Hey brother, what do you think? Let's pray. And I'm like, yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> I oh love my that. gosh. What we, yeah. Yes. So yes. Gotta go. Pray. <laughs> I know. I was like, duh. Check. <laughs> Um, no, that's who he is. Yes. And, and so there's listening to him pray, even, you know, with us when we, when we had a chance to talk to him together, but also on the weekend and just a few minutes, I, I, I may have spent a total of two hours with Gabriel Pope in my life Yeah, too, but he made an impact. And I think that's really important to understand is that God puts people like this in our lives and you and I talked about this conversation we're having now and how important this could be. Yeah. Sometimes it's important to hear the person talk and other times it's important for the ripple effect to be talked about. That's what he's rippled to me. Yes. And anyone who's listened twice knows how we feel about that. Yeah. Gabriel is that boulder in the bathtub, man. He, <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Right? <laughs> One mountain of a boulder. Yeah. <laughs> so let's, let me go back to, to the story. I'm thinking through what he talked to us about. Gabriel said that 
including the end of his, his last tour before he, he got out and, and his search for effective jobs, you know, so he could live yeah. a, a, a life down there. He literally spent eight years in the dark. Yeah, he caved up big time. Eight years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At that time, that was a third of his life. Yeah. Yeah, I think he, he listen, that season of his life, I mean, I think he was uh, twisted up right? Trying to make sense of his life after war as, as many of our vets do, um, you know, trying to figure out, you know, what it looks like, not just his life, but how to engage, how to interact with, you know, with others who were not there. And we, we hear so much of that. And it's, it's again, another reason why we want to tell this story. You're way too young to know this, but Father Knows Best is an old TV show from the 50s and 60s. <laughs> and he told us he was playing Gabriel Knows Best. Yeah. He came out of the Marines and he couldn't abide any leadership or anybody telling him what to do at any job. No. How many jobs did he say he had? I, I don't, it was a Bizarre ton. Bizarre number. Yeah, yeah. 50s. Yeah. A 50 cra- or 60. Yeah. Crazy number of jobs because he would be told to do something and the anger would well up and he goes, I'll show you. Right. Got fired the next day. Got fired the next day. Got fired the next day. This was an angry dude. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not much uh, humility or surrender or, or, or gentleness. Um, you know, that's for sure. But it was in there. It, it was. There was, a, there was a seed. Yeah. There, there was a seed. And so I, I think- for me, the message is sometimes I, I can settle, get settled in who I am. I, I said this to you the other day about being comfortable in my own skin, mm-hmm. and it's a, a quest because mm-hmm. most, many, most days I'm not. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly why that is. It's a whole different episode. Mm-hmm. But, but Gabriel, there was a seed there that God had a plan for, and I, and I listen and watch, and I, it makes me think when I, when I hear Gabriel talk, and I think about what we're going to talking about now. I think God can change anything. Yeah. God can make chicken salad out of chicken poop. No problem. Yeah. I just have to give him a chance. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a huge part of Gabriel's story is that he gave God a chance. At some point, enough things came together. And if, if I recall correctly, his sister ultimately said to him, Dude, I live in Virginia. Got a good job. Yes. There's, there's this here. There's that Come on here. Out. Yeah. yeah, just pick it up. Yeah, and that was a, a huge mile marker, right, it, for his life. One and, truckload is what. It, remember, he said. Yep. I packed everything I had into the back seat of my pickup truck, and I left Tennessee for Virginia. Yes, that was brave. It was. It was. I mean, he may have done it out of desperation, well, but that, it doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly. God doesn't care. No. Yeah, and that 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 physical move was a, a, again, a significant part of his life that led to, um, really God, you know, a got a, a number of God encounters. Right. Uh, but it started with that, that decision to, to go pack up and go back up and go. And, you know, again, there was just nothing for him there where, where he was. And here was a, a new fresh start. Yeah. This, this really resonates with me. Um, and you know, you know, this backstory and I want to get into the details, but, I'm a, um, a huge proponent of the saying about, you know, you can't just run away from your troubles. Yeah. They follow you wherever you go. Yes. Whether it's to sleep or to Virginia. Yeah. And that really touches me in my heart, in my family. I have a son who moved recently to Virginia. And part of his move absolutely 
was to get away to the pro- get away from the problems here in our home. Yeah, and in in his life. Well, you know, it's it, yes. Th- thanks for sharing that. It's interesting because there's there is a there's a positive side and a negative side potentially, right? Yeah. To those to those physical moves, you know, in the um, the recovery rooms, you know, uh, X Y Z Anonymous, right? They say people, places, and things, right? Get you know. New people, new places, new things, and you know sometimes it's 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 necessary to get that that new start, that new place, yep. and and yet yeah, if we're not if we're not quite ready or we don't embrace that opportunity and that fresh start, our problems will follow us. And you know, for Gabriel, I mean, he was an addict. It, um, um, let me just say, you know, he, he was a he was an anger addict. I think you were you were talking about right. He was a, he was an anger addict. <laughs> that was his that was his mo. Yep. And by the way, the, the, the uh, story of, of my son is one that absolutely has reformation, reclamation, and joy in it. I mean, I had a conversation with him yesterday. It sounded like a different person on the phone. Yeah. So I, I was saying that sin is mine. I'm the one going, you can't run away from your problems. Yeah. Where the hell are you going? You're not ready. You don't have a security deposit for your, all the, all the things you hear a father saying like a jack wagon, you know, just not making a lot of sense, but wanting good. Of course. But saying, I'm not going to be able to help you if you're five hours away. If you right. need rescued, who's going to save you? Yeah. And the answer isn't Mark. No. We know who it is. That's right. My son needs God just like Gabriel did. To bring it back to, to Gabriel, the physical move, I don't know if Gabriel was running away from his problems, but he certainly was moving away from them. Absolutely. And it, it turned his life around. It was one of the two or three key catalysts. Yeah. Horses were another one. Well, that's just it. So he gets out there and God uses a horse to speak to Gabriel, just Which, like Mr. Ed. Well, think about this, though. He finally was talking to someone his own size. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. It's a heart, uh, yeah. The horse has a heart. I think, I think Gabriel was actually looking down at the horse. <laughs> no offense, Gabriel. I've seen no that in po- a loving no, way. No pony. These were thoroughbreds, I right. think. Right. Oh he goes gosh. to an equine. It turns out he, he had the, I, I may have written it down, but I don't remember. But it was an equine therapy therapy center. Yeah. They, they used horse therapy with kids. Yeah. Yeah. That were from battered homes or troubled homes. Right. Or- and it's not like he was there to participate necessarily in the therapy. I mean, he, they, they needed somebody. He got a job just caring for the land. It was, he was a farmhand, basically. Right. And over time, you know, he's in the barn or he's, you know, do, doing whatever, cleaning, Muck, cleaning stalls. Up. And, and God starts bringing these, you know, young people and little mm. people in front of him. And giving him fresh perspective, right? As he encounters, you know, various um, people, young people, little people, um, dealing with their own trauma. And all of a sudden, you know, God starts using them to minister to Gabriel. Right, right. But his willingness of spirit, I remember his sister said, go, go volunteer over at the horse farm. You don't, don't, you right. can't find a job. Remember? Yes. And he was just like, just go one. And we said one day turned into two days. Yeah. I just love just, I'm hearing him <laughs> say that again. And it feels good in my chest. <laughs> it's so cool. Right. To your, to your point. Yeah. That all of a sudden horses and kids. Yeah. God used horses and troubled kids and mm-hmm. softened his heart, softened mm-hmm. that hard. Read today. 
Ezekiel 36, even even our, our brother Ronnie pointed yes, it out. Yes, 36, 26. Take this, the stony heart from me yeah. and give me a heart of tenderness and Yes. And and we've talked about the power of just serving, just getting out there and serving. And that's what he did. He was like, you know, I'm just going to go volunteer. And, and again, that, and that turned into a job and, and got, it turned into a job that God was doing on, on Gabriel's heart and, you know, giving him a heart of gratitude for, for what he did have, you know, rather than focusing on what he didn't have. Did you say Mr. Ed? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Remember a horse is a horse. I know all the words to that song. How scary is That, that? That is scary. So somehow during that time, um, Gabriel learns about Mark Men for Christ. And I don't remember exactly how. I don't know if you can connect that dot, but um, I think he, you know, somehow heard about it. All I remember is he, he proposed to his sweetheart to get married and then delayed his wedding for the P1. Yes. That's what I remember. Yeah, they had a, wedding, they had a, they had a wedding date and it, it happened to be, you know, and it was the next one weekend and uh and i don't even i don't think it was in that area no i forget was it was it chicago it was far midwest and anyway um and yeah he talked to his fiance he was like i think i have to go to this right she's like yeah but that's our wedding date he's like yeah i i know i can you imagine i think and she's like you know agreed so like you could just feel the weight of this, of what was going on. This was an, an enormous, just a massive shift. And God clearly calling not just him, but his fiance, because, you know, they were unified in the decision. Absolutely. Yeah, no, you, you, you're going, right? Change the wedding date. Let's put that off. You go here. And... It was a game changer. This was this was in fall of 2021, as you right. said, and it changed everything for, for Gabriel. How beautiful. I mean, come on. You, you can't make this up. It's a Hollywood story. Yeah. Really, it's beautiful yes. that God... Oh. <laughs> I wish I had been there. Here comes this mountain of a man coming in, angry as all get out still, right? Experienced a little bit of gratitude and some perspective on this farm, but he's he's just battling, just trying to, in all his own strength, which there's a lot of it, trying to wrestle his anger to the ground. And he goes on this weekend and experiences utter transformation and an opportunity once and for all to leave every ounce of anger that's been built up on this, you know, this camp, at this camp. Saturday must have been a heck of a morning for him. Oh my gosh. Right? Can you even imagine? The ground probably shook. I I would have loved to have been there. (laughs) Yeah. Talk about a fly on the wall. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. So this is a transformation, right? So so we would have had an opportunity to witness the transformation in person, but we've seen this man who's told his story come into the lives of so many men. He's traveling around to P1s. Yeah. Right? To serve. And telling, telling a story of his transformation from a hard heart of anger to a softer heart of joy. And, and we're here to say, hallelujah. Yeah. It's possible. And there's a, um, a YouTube video that's just a couple of minutes about his uh, weekend experience that, that I'd like, to, oh, I'd like right. to throw that link up with the epi- this episode. And you had to put a picture of him, by the way. Oh, people a- need to a- see. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, so we'll, we'll do that and so that people can just, just hear a little bit about that and, and see and experience some of his boundless joy. Well, let's, let's wrap up the episode about Gabriel and the joy. I'm, I'm going to give you my perspective, what I heard. 
when I listened to the episode after we recorded it, um, I heard a man on fire doing, living out the simple, not easy episode and conversation you and I had. Yeah. Someone who's so clear, his clarity of purpose was laser focused yeah. on what his role was and his mission was. Yes. Now, I'm sure if we continued to talk to Gabriel, he'd have hard days. He'd have moments of sure. of anger. He right, but Gabriel now knows there's a place to turn. Yeah, he's got a foxhole. Yeah, he's found marked men and and other and horses and so on. And this is our God. This is what what I what I heard Gabriel telling me is that we have a God who provides. He's enough, and gives us not only friends. But animals, creation, yeah. meetings, so many different ways. It's for me, it's slow down, listen, mm-hmm. breathe. Mm-hmm. And Gabriel's story is like many stories that I've heard, but this one just, you know, hit me like a wave. Yeah. And I'm so grateful for those few minutes to talk to him. Yeah. How about you? Y- yeah. I, well, I, he you know, at the end of our conversation, when we said, you know, what, what would you want people to know? Right. And he, and it was the three words. And he said, God is everything. God is everything. And, and it's just so evident in his life that he is just sold out, not for Gabriel, you know, uh, not for anyone else. It's, it's just all about Jesus. His, his, his whole life, he's just sold out for Jesus and wants everybody to know and is is that vessel and wants everybody through his boundless joy and God's, God's boundless joy in Gabriel, you know, wants people to know that God will take it, whatever it is, you know, and because his, his anger bombs that he referred to, you know, not just the F-bombs, but the anger bombs, and what that looked like, you know, for years he thought there's, there's no way, right? There's no way there's a God that wants this. Yes. And, and what he discovered is, no, that's exactly what he wants. He doesn't want, God doesn't want that for us. He'll take it. He'll take it all. He already has. It's finished. And, um, man, what, what a, what a, I, I'm smiling just because I'm thinking of his smile and his joy and his, his excitement for the Lord. I think we're simple men at, at our core and the simplicity of his message. God is everything. Yeah. I think you need to let it hang there. Listeners. Really? Yeah. God is everything. Yeah. Don't let it get lost on you. I know it sounds overly simple. He, he is everything and he's God of everything. Mm. All of it. Yeah. Right. That was a great conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Gabriel. Yeah, we love you, brother. And um, thank you for listening to, uh, yeah, a different kind of episode where we just wanted to share with you a little bit about this this dear brother and uh, and continue to pray for Gabriel and his ministry and his family. And um, thank you for listening. Yeah, man. Great to see you again. You too, brother. We'll talk again. Take care. Peace. I first want to say thank you to Gabriel and all the men and women who are listening who serve and have served in our military. My family and I thank you and we appreciate you. I think the biggest takeaway from this episode is to remember the power of the God that we serve. To remember that the biggest, baddest, 
sinner, hate-filled, anger-filled. You add the description that best describes you, and there are none that are bigger than the God that we serve. Get connected. Find your foxhole. Lean into God and find hope, find healing, find grace that delivers us from our sin. Lord, please continue to use this podcast to impact the lives of all who listen. I ask that you would bring hope and healing to each and every one of them, Lord. Meet them right where they are and reveal yourself to them like only you can do. In Jesus' name, amen. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it and invite others to the foxhole. You can find us wherever you download your favorite podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you know when new episodes drop and please rate us and comment there too, as it'll help us get found by others who could benefit. Find, follow, and like us on your go-to social media networks by searching Foxhole Symphony or visit foxholesymphony.com to make it super easy to find us. Drop us a line with feedback, questions, topic requests, who knows? Maybe you'll be a guest on a future episode. In the meantime, prepare to move, embrace discomfort, and just be you.